When it comes to commercial snow removal, look to Tovar Snow Professionals. With the largest snow and ice management fleet in the U.S., Tovar delivers zero-tolerance commercial sidewalk and parking lot clearing services, even in winter's worst weather conditions. With their 24-hour live office staff, certified meteorologists, and personal service, they are the industry leaders in professional snow removal. To get a free estimate for snow removal on your site, go to TovarSnow.com or call 844-GO-TOVAR. Tovar Snow Professionals, Chicago's snow plowing leader. Tovar is a proud sponsor of Club 400. Salsa King of Chicago is a proud sponsor of the Iowa Cubs. You could pick up Salsa King of Chicago Salsa at all Jewel Osco and Illinois Fresh Time Market stores. You can also enjoy the Salsa King of Chicago Salsa during all Iowa Cup games at Principal Park. Salsa King of Chicago. Salsa so fresh, it's like you made it yourself. Congratulations, 2023 Ford Frick winner, our guy, Pat Hughes, Hall of Fame, 2023, and the Club 400 podcast is on the air. My partner in crime, my partner in rhyme, my brother like no other. William, you're sitting across from me, and we don't have a beer yet. What's going on? Yeah, we'll, we'll get one here soon. <laughs> the show just started, my friend. The show just started. A Club 400 sounds really good right about now. And uh, you know what else sounds good? Listening that? to you in a microphone with headphones on. It's been way too long. It has been too long. It's, we were psyched today. Well, talking to William on the way uh, over here. He was on time, actually. Yeah, it's the first. And uh, <laughs> as you guys know, we were going to do this last week. And then I, did, I wouldn't say I forgot about my anniversary. I just double booked. Yeah, well, you've been doing a lot of that this summer. <laughs> a lot of double booking. I have been you're double the, booking. You're the king of the double book. I'm a guy, okay? No, I am imperfect. With, a guy with no calendar. <laughs> I actually got a calendar the other day. I ordered nice. it from Amazon. Oh, really? You don't just use it? Now I got to use it. Now yeah, I gotta, that's, now, the, yeah, yeah. that's the problem is you got to use it. <laughs> you got to have that thing on you at all times. That's right. I tie it to my waist. But anyways, William, it's been a while, man, and... Uh, it's been about two months, hasn't it? A little bit over that, yeah, yeah. And, um, and when we had last met, sitting in the same spot we're sitting in right now, uh, we introduced our, our Joe Madden event. That's right. Unbelievable. Sold out events since uh, thank you guys for buying tickets. Yeah, big part of that sold out from the show, the pre-sale yeah. code, so that's great. Oh, unbelievable. We, I, I would like to say this. I wasn't planning on saying it, but that night we dropped the, uh, the passcode, the pre-sale passcode. Thanks to our listeners, you guys, the Club 400 podcast fans out there. You're not fans. You're part of the group. You are part of us. We did $20,000 worth of sales, William. It's crazy. It's awesome. And and on Thursday. That means somebody listened. Somebody must have listened to that episode. (laughs) It was more than one person unless we just have a very generous donor out there. (laughs) 
But uh, we had a great night that night, and things took took a big turn in your life. And and as uh, everybody knows, uh, knows uh, you lost your wife Mia that um, next, next morning. Day. Yeah, next well, morning, yeah. yeah, she went in the hospital the next day. Yeah, right. Yep. And um, I know you've been going through a lot of different things. I mean, losing your wife. Um, and let me tell you, everybody, she was just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful person. A uh, person that uh, was re- resilient and stronger, stronger than a bull. And uh, always looked at the positive sides in life. But uh, how you? First of all, I would like. I know the question that most people want to know is how you've been doing, Liam. Well, that's a that's a loaded question. Uh, you know, it's up up and down. I've tried to live like day by day, hour by hour kind of thing. Fortunately, I have three kids, uh, a little bit high maintenance uh, kids that you know exert a lot of my effort and stuff. So that's a really good distraction. Obviously, went back to work after a couple weeks, which is another good distraction. And I've been keeping myself pretty busy, but you know, it's it's tough, but. We were talking about it before we started, and, you know, she was she was sick. She was sick for a long time and did a lot of suffering and all that kind of thing. And um, I'm, I'm kind of grasping on to the fact that she's not suffering anymore. She's with my son that passed away like five years ago, and, um, you know, they say in a better place. So she left me with a lot of crap, but uh, we'll deal with that, <laughs> you know, in the afterlife. Yeah. But, no, you know what? She's she was a great person for those who didn't have the opportunity to meet her. Um it's too bad cuz she was like the uh I don't know. I don't know how to describe her. I will say my oldest son Michael is writing a book about her. That's his um thing that's kind of keeping him on the, you know. Well, I like to write something and put it in there. Yeah, yeah, no, he's yeah. he 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 wants that any stories i'll solicit that right now this shout out for michael garen's book um any stories for any of those people who matter that that they might have something unique um but you know i don't i haven't read a book in a long time but i'll probably read that i'm writing the foreword unless he gets oprah he said but um no you know what uh she just was like just heart of gold she um you know, she was the main, you've talked before about how we adopted three kids and, and that was, you know, all her. I mean, I was the driver. Um, I said yes, or I said no, and then we did it anyway. <laughs> Either way, however that worked out. But she just had a heart of gold. She was born to be a mother. She was a, a teacher by trade and, you know, just a great, great person. Huge Cub fan. Uh, one thing I did want to say, which is appropriate to Club 400, is she's such a supporter of what we were doing here. Um, she she was over here, you know, a, a number of times. It was difficult for her as she started losing her vision, especially when there was a lot of people because she just doesn't like running into people and stuff. And, it, you know, it's pretty crowded over here. But she loved it. One of her favorite pictures was her holding on to your Rizzo statue. And yeah, that was a great picture. That actually is one of my biggest regrets in life. Um Right around that time, we were talking a lot. Rizzo was her favorite player, and I'm like, he's not going to get traded. I'll I'll take you to a game before he gets traded or whatever, and he got traded. And then, <laughs> then he was coming in town with the Yankees, and I'm like, you want to go see that? And she's like, no, I want to see him in a Cubs uniform. And I'm like, well, maybe he'll tra- get traded back. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen, so. Anyway, uh, that was a little bit of a disappointment, but uh, she was a huge Cub fan and and huge heart and huge supporter of Club 400 and just loved everything we did. And, you know, you talk a lot about um, 
Lisa at, at our events and how supportive she is and how you wouldn't be able to do all of what you're doing if it wasn't for her support and all that kind of thing. And I would echo the same thing about Mia. You know, she never once ever told me you can't go do this. And sometimes I would say I have to go to spring training for four or five days. It's kind of club 400 work related. And uh, somehow that works. Fun job. I mean, I knew she knew that wasn't true but um no but she she knew that everything that we have done is really a process everything we do it seems like you and i can just go out to the bar to get a drink and we you know meet marty the salsa guy or something and and, you know every we're constantly you know pushing this driving it trying to get you know more and more people involved and yeah i appreciate her support of, of that and all that kind of thing and then, you know, the only other thing I, I really wanted to say, unless you have more questions, but um, is that uh, I don't want to really, this might be the last, first and last time I ever get sappy with you on this podcast, but if there was anything, when we were going through, first of all, you were with me in the hospital, like every step of the way, and, you know, I'll never forget that. I'll, I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Um having somebody there that, you know, kept me grounded and fed and, you know, all that stuff. Um, But the thing that just really, I don't know, pushed, kind of pushed me over the top and uh, about our friendship and and that kind of thing was um, we were planning on having a, I wanted to do something, you know, during her funeral thing after the funeral, that was more of a celebration of life. Cause I think that's what she, we never talked about it, but I, feel like that's what she would have wanted you know I, I don't think she would have wanted people just bummed out and crying and all this and that and so I really wanted to do something with, that was a little upbeat and we were going to go to Parkside Pub here in Huntley and have everybody there I actually even talked to the owner of the place and he was going to shut down you know part of the patio or whatever for that and then I don't know through conversations you're like no you're having it over at Club 400 and I was like I didn't even think about that and uh I know, like, people were coming in, and it was it was kind of a weird deal. Like, the, uh-huh. the first, you know, their first reaction, it was like we went from the, the the grave thing at the grave site to over to here, and it was, like, emotional, you know, and then you get here, and people people are walking in your house going, oh, my God, like, this taking pictures, and it was just like a party, and then it kind of turned into a party, and then eventually really turned into a party, and uh, yeah. it was just, it was it was such a beautiful send-off and um something that you know you could you could uh take me out in the street and beat the crap out of me or do whatever and i i don't think i would ever have issue with you because i appreciate that so much and that's something i'll never forget and i think that just says a lot about who you are and and what you're all about and how big your heart is and all that kind of thing so thank you for that well i thought it was done being sappy i thought it was good i thought it was a nice tribute to her and you know michael I thought um, he he enjoyed it, and I thought it was I thought there was a lot of love in the room, and uh, it was a, it was a good night. I, I thought it was perfect because it felt like you know instead of being at some kind of bar, we were right. in our, you know at a place that was all ours, and it was we we could do what we want. We you know we spoke. William spoke, or your son spoke. Michael I, I, spoke. I did too. You did too. Yeah, yeah. I don't and, I uh, think. It was awesome, yeah. You had the and pictures. The, we, yeah, we had the, the, the funeral roll. Yeah, yeah, it was and, cool. Which I don't think anyone saw at the church, but they were able to see it here on yeah. all your TVs and stuff. And Yeah, it was it was, it was good. It was a good... Uh, had a bunch of food up. here. Yeah. I think it was Randall Roadhouse always takes care of us. Yep. Thank you, Randall Roadhouse. Um, 
But yeah, I was. I do want to follow up on one question. Um, sure. You know, going through something like this is uh, horrendous. You know, losing someone you love is is one of the hardest things to deal with in life. Um, but tell us, you know, you did say uh, the love and so we always talk about Club 400 as a family. Talk yeah. about, you know, I know the, the Club 400. I know you felt the Club 400 love, and I just want to give you this opportunity to say something to those yeah, people. Yeah, no, uh, it's a great, great question. That's why I wanted you to ask the questions. Um, you know, uh, I first got into this, I first met you six years ago, I think it is now. And... Um, you you were also at the funeral of my son Charlie, and um, I barely knew people then at that point, and um, I was so blown away by the support that I had five years ago when he passed away. But nothing like um, like this. Uh, I can't tell you how many people reached out, sent f- food, cards, um, you know, showed up at at the, you know, funeral and, and the thing here and, um, calls and texts and emails and stuff like that. And, you know, when you're, when it something like that happens, you're like numb for a period of time. Like you don't even really know what's going on. And that helped me like get out of bed and, you know, not become like so distraught and depressed that I couldn't function or anything like that. And, and, you know, as everybody, came in town and then they, my family and friends and stuff. And then, and then they eventually left uh, a few days later. Well, the club 400 people never left. I mean, they're still there. I'm still getting people reaching out and asking how I'm doing and, and stuff like that. I mean, we are only a couple months into it, but um, I, I can't imagine it, it going away. It's it the, the love and support that I've, I've got, I don't feel like I deserve, but um it's just, it's been incredible and it's not like anything I've ever experienced or been around or even heard of from anybody. I mean, so many people and so many people that not just the people that I know really, really well, but people that I've talked to two or three times or, you know, met once or twice. I mean, like everybody, it seems like has has called or reached out or done one, one thing or another. And I really appreciate that. I tried to do thank you cards. I think we did like my son and I did like 300 cards and I just got, I got permanent writers. <laughs> That's pretty good actually. I don't write cards is the problem. So, and then I tried to thank people on Facebook and it's probably not, 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 not enough. So again, thank you to everyone from club 400 uh, as well as everybody else, but uh, specifically the club 400 family. Just amazing. Yeah, and, you know, Mia's going to be here always in spirit, and uh, we'll bring her up on the podcast. She's always going to be a part of Club 400. And, um, you know, for when, I always thought one of Mia's as one of the things was she was so resilient and so tough and so strong, not just physically but mentally. And, I, you know, even on my worst days, you know, whatever was going on that particular day, I think about Mia and the stuff that she had to deal with on a daily uh, basis and then, I kind of checked myself, you know, because like, honestly, and this is to all the podcast listeners out there, like whatever you're dealing with in your life, you know, as long as you have your health and you have everything, because if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Yeah. And fortunately, Mia didn't have her good health for a long time. She did not get dealt a good hand, you know. And, and what, uh, she, what she taught me is it's not so bad that you have health that's not perfect. It's how you deal with it, you know, and she didn't. She literally. She could have hated life, but she, she never did. Complained one. I was married just under thirty years, and 
she complained one time and it was after we had our son Michael and she had originally lost her vision. Um, it came back part of it for, for most of the years until, you know, just recently. But one time she was trying to read him a book and she couldn't see the letters and she broke down crying. and was so upset. Like, is this the way it's going to be the rest of my life? That's the only time in 30 years she ever complained. And she had juvenile diabetes, cancer, massive stomach problems, vision problems, nerve damage. I mean, I could go on and on and never complain about anything. And what did she do with that? She takes on kids that have extremely high special needs and, and stuff like that. And that becomes her passion. And she takes like how she was able to deal with it and, you know, produced a beautiful family that she left me with. And she is an amazing woman. And, yeah, she really is. So. I can't wait to, uh, you know, read the book because if you know, any, you know, I mean, I'm definitely going to write something about her because Mia, I mean, if you got to know Mia, um, then, I mean, she's going to touch you. If you got to know her yeah. as a person, right? If you got to if you got to know who she was. I felt like I did. Um, you know, we talked. We texted. And uh, I, well, I texted her Happy Mother's Day. That was, not, you know, and, yeah. Um, yeah. I always, I always uh, respected her a lot, and and uh, yeah, I, you know, I felt the love for you too out there, William. I really did. I saw the love. I felt the love, and I was so proud of what the Club for Art community is and what it's all about. And uh, so yeah, so I'm glad we got to talk about that. Yeah. And now we move on to other things such as Chicago Cubs baseball. Why don't you play a beer commercial? Let's reset the mood here, okay, William? What do you mean, a beer commercial? Or a, a, club for longer, a club for longer lager. Come on now, William. I got to go get one. Let me. You are you ready for one? I'm gonna go grab one right now. I mean, if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna have one, I kind of feel like you know I probably need to. I, I got this Diet Mountain Dew here. I never start with a Diet Mountain Dew. But. Yeah, that is a little bizarre. I was gonna ask about that, but uh, it's really. I think, I think William forgot where, where the buttons are. <laughs> William, are you rusty? <laughs> so rusty. Why don't we do a little stinger about this show? Baseball's America's pastime. Baseball. 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 You're listening to Club 400 Podcast, a show about Cubs fans for Cubs fans. Be sure to follow us on social media. We're active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Are you looking for that perfect piece to be the focal point of your fan cave? or something that will light up your office. Fly the Wood Designs creates unique custom made to order lighted wood pieces to highlight your favorite team, company logo, or whatever you're looking for. One client said they took my logo and made it better. Easily work with them and create exactly what you envision or give them artistic freedom to create something incredible. Many of these attention grabbing pieces are displayed in spaces of Cubs players, businesses, and corporate offices. Find Fly the Wood Designs on social at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also contact the wood artist, Bill Watts, at woodflags1 at gmail.com. Fly the Wood, fan cave, bar, and home decor. Yeah, he does some amazing work, but I would not get in the car with him to drive it to you. Oh, my God. We just got back from Iowa, right, William? Yes, did we not did. just have a blast in Iowa? We did. With the Salsa King Marty. Yeah, it was amazing. He, he took down 10 guys out there. We had a skybox out in the outfield, and we were there. Well, we were behind home plate with the walk-off, the yeah. three-run uh, three home run walk-off that night. Yeah, the wa- the home run went right by the, the box in, when, yeah. in center field, like 15 feet from where everybody else was sitting, and you and I and Crawley and Stone. Oh, yeah. You guys got to picture this, okay? 
So we're sitting there, and we got a feeling. I had the feeling was in the air the Cubs were going to come back and win this game for some reason, you know. And we did come back and win the first game of the year, opening day, also, if you recall. But Carly said, if the Cubs win this game on a walk-off home run, we're going to get on the uh, dugout and jump up and down. And sure enough, if you guys, I don't know if you saw, it's an Iowa game, so most people don't watch Iowa Cubs. And it was supposed to be on Marquee, and Marty got screwed out of that because he was going to be interviewed. Yeah, and I wanted to ask yeah. you about that because JP watched it. How? Well, he watched it on the, you could still stream these games. Okay. On so, the local TV. Okay, so yes, people yeah. could see it. Okay. So the local people saw it. Yeah. But the no, national marquee audience right, right, didn't right. get to see it. But uh, anyways, uh, it, was, it was a great night, wasn't it? Oh, but but so you guys jump. So the, he hits the three-run bomb. Who hit the home runner? I'm drawing a blank. Is it Velasquez? No, it wasn't Velasquez. It was, uh, Jesus. Rios. Rios. Oh, yeah, Rios. Rios <laughs> hits the three-run bomb. You're making me think, William. Hits the three-run bomb, and you know what? I am telling you, everybody that knows William, I have never seen this much athleticism in my entire life. He sprung like a frog, <laughs> like a like a grasshopper. And it was like, of the I don't even know if he – I don't know how he even got up there. I don't either. If I thought about it, like he just hopped up like – you know, like grasshopper up there. But I don't know. But then he's up there jumping up and down. And I'm like, I have never seen William this active ever in my whole entire life. I wish we had it on video. We need to call Iowa and get it on video. And guess what? I see from the right of me. Oh, my gosh. Security running down. Coming to get you, William. I'm like, Crawley, we got to get down. <laughs> Crawley was up there, too. It wasn't just me. Then but, we got on the field. We got to hang out with John May Lee for a while. It was all, yeah, it was, it was awesome. So and Marty threw out the first pitch. He didn't bounce it. He threw an outside high pitch. We'll yeah. give him that. Yeah. It was not, not bad. He not got bad. to warm up for about 20 minutes, right. so that was fine. But uh, we also sampled salsa that outside. Was so, that was cool. Yes. Out in the lobby, when people were walking in the stadium, there's 10 of us. In and Crowley is a hell of a salesperson, isn't he? Crowley was oh the party champion that day for the salsa selling part of the night, for sure. It was bobblehead night. I think Crowley got like nine of them. Yeah. <laughs> is that surprising to you, William? Not one ounce. <laughs> Not one ounce. And he probably stole some of ours, too. I don't know. I, I'm lucky I got one. I, I did know. get one. I got so. one as well. So, so Crowley, if he's, if he's making bobblehead steals, that's because yeah. he was in Iowa, right? Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, we're not letting him off the hook, all right? So we pick up Watts in Rock Falls, right? Oh, yeah, we cannot let him no, no, off the hook. No way. We're not, we're not moving on, William. We're moving no. back, all right? <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Bill Watts, owner of Fly the Wood. Go ahead. <laughs> Can't friggin' drive, all right? He is the worst driver I've ever been in the car with my entire life. Let me tell you this. I was sitting in there in the passenger seat. William's in the back. Uh, Crawley's right behind me. And I was, I felt like I was in a, like I was like on one of those Daytona 500 video games at like at a, one of those big bars, you know. I just felt like I was in a video game, rocking back and forth. Oh, dude, it, he would pull right up to the inches behind just, the car in front of him. Oh yeah, if that guy breaks, we're all dead. He's assuming that guy is not going to break, or the person. I'm, dude, it scared the living bejesus out of me. I'm mean. almost past the whiplash that I had from that. Dude, I just feel like I said I feel so bad for Mason. Oh, this I, is what he's grown up with. I know. I, I told that I guy said has a, a driving him around. <laughs> I sent a note like in three years. He's three years away from being sixteen. That I need to. Somebody needs to step in and show the kid how to drive. It better not be his dad. I would just so say he, he's a bad race car driver. Yeah, just he's not. Great guy, I mean, he's great just, artist. Oh, but driving. But, so he didn't go learn how to drive. Somewhere. Hashtag fail. So. <laughs> 
We thank you for your donations. <laughs> <laughs> that said, love the Joe Madden piece you're working on. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, we need two Dunstans. By so- <laughs> oh, forget about that. Uh- <laughs> All right, Watsy, you know we love you, buddy. Well, we had to bring you up, but uh, let's go. But hey, Madden's a sellout. Congre- you know, what do you think about that? I love it. I love it. You guys did it. We talked about it a little bit earlier. We have added a few guys to the event. David Booth is coming back. That's and so great. The magician. I don't know if David Booth listens to the podcast, but I haven't been able to hang out with him or talk to him, but he's been going through some health stuff himself. So he is coming here to do his magic. I told him I want to come out here. And really enjoy himself, too, and uh, get some love from the Club 400 family because he is family, man, and it's, it'll be great to have him back here. Uh, USA Today's Bob Nightingale is going to be here. He's That's another addition. Crazy. Yeah. He's been here before, actually. Oh, yeah. It's okay. He, he wrote that for, great article. Yeah, he was here tomorrow. for Strowman, but. Oh, he was? I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that was so right after the article, right? If you know who he is, we'll point him out at that night. Yeah. But he's a great guy to talk baseball to. Oh, yeah. You know, he, He's a great guy to know right now. He's a font of knowledge. With all these the trades, trade possible him. trades. That stove. Out. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We got the lineup cards in, William. That's so cool. Oh, what my a, God. What a great giveaway. I don't know Dude, came Props to Crowley on that. I can't, you know, I hate giving props to that guy. I know. It's but it turned out good. And then Tammy... Uh, she printed them out for us, and they came out beautiful. And uh, we have them numbered, and Joe Man's going to sign one, and we're going to put them in a top loader for you. And you're going to get Joe Man's book, and you're going to get some other swag stuff, and you're going to help raise a lot of money for Special Olympics. So it's going to be awesome. Our first pig roast ever, too, William, huh? Wow. And then you know what I just picked up today? I picked up the tickets. Sean Garrity, he says I never give him any love on the podcast. Okay, hey, Mr. Sean Garrity. Shout out to Sean Garrity. Thank you for your beautiful ticket design. Sean has always done our ticket designs, and they've always been awesome. And this one might be one of the best ones yet. Really? So those are you wear like those a, around your yeah, neck, collector William. Collector items. Uh, yeah, those are collector items. Really. I keep all mine. I've had one signed. So, like, I, I remember I gave um, Bob Cashin a bunch of crap. Like, Bob Cashin, you never come to me in any of my events. You're not a good friend. You're a terrible guy. And then, and then he, like, I was at his house. And he come here. And he opened up his door, and he had, like, like 20 lanyards. <laughs> I had to shut my mouth real quick. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Bob Cashin. I love you, buddy. I think he listens to the podcast. Oh. So. All right, Bobby C. So, I mean, I'm just happy, guys. We're going to have a great night that night. Um, Joe Madden. Let's recap what's going on here. We're gonna have our guy Jody Davis, Jody. our guy Bob Dernier, and a Q and A that you're running, William. You just found out right now. What do you think about that? That I what? You're running the Q and A. I am. Yeah. Oh. Are you, do I've you know replaced? that? I put you in there to that spot today. Oh, I thought. Are you gonna run the Q and A? I had somebody else coming for that. No. Ron Coomer's doing the Q and A with Joe Madden, but I can't give him double duty. Which Q man? Which Q name am I doing? You're doing the Joey Davis Bob De Niro. Oh, okay. All do right. you want to do that? All right. Yeah. Can you handle that? Oh yeah, I can do that. All right. Well, I'll do it then. Jesus. <laughs> well, then do it. I mean, I had you written down for it, but I thought you knew about this. No, no, no. no he never no. knew about it. I just told him right now. It's good to know. So <laughs> William is going to do the Q and A with Bob De Niro. Like we said, our guy Ron Coomer does the Q and A with Joe Madden. Um, you get a great picture with Joe Madden. We're gonna have. Great band play. It's going to be an unbelievable night. Pete's Garage. What is it? I, you saw them, right? Yeah, they're awesome. They're unbelievable. Yeah. You saw them in uh, McHenry. I, I saw them at the Vixen. Yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. Pete's Diary. Pete's Diary. Pete's Diary. I said Pete's Garage. 
Pete's Diary. Right? Yeah, They're you know playing, what? man. They're going to be awesome. A lot of old school rock and roll going on that night, buddy. Those of you who are listening, you have to forgive us a little bit. It is hot out. Extremely hot. hot humid. Our brains are a little fried. It has nothing to do with beer. Just getting back from Iowa. Stuff uh. started. Yeah. <laughs> the hangovers are all gone. It's not that. It's the heat. So, anyways, uh, it's going to be a great evening. Thank you guys for supporting Club. There is a possibility we might release a few tickets at the end. So, if you want to DM me, uh, Facebook, I'll put you on a waiting list. And if we have any tickets left, you'll be the first to get some. So, like I said, most importantly, guys, if you have, if you know anybody that wants to donate an item for our live or silent auctions, we are accepting items right now. And of course, you know they'll get mentioned at the event. And all the money, 100% of that item that they donate to Club 400, I can personally guarantee you, will go to Special Olympics Illinois. So we're looking to get more items. We need, seriously, about five to eight more items. We're, we're doing okay, but, you know. We can I, always do better. We can always do a little bit better. So we're, we are looking for and more. What a way. great, great, great charity. I mean, they just really are so well organized, well run. The stuff that they're responsible in each state for their Special Olympics teams and stuff like that. So it's just, uh, it's it's just a great organization. It's gonna be a great night. It won't suck. I promise you that will. Well, it's a night that will not suck. I heard these stickers are pretty cool. Everybody's gonna get a cool sticker. We're looking at ordering some other stuff. Um, really excited, guys. I am really excited. I wasn't going to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. Talk about it. We're going to have 50 hats available. Travis Matthews Club 400 patched hats. I don't know the price of them yet. You can pre-order them at a link that we'll be sending out soon. So we're going to be sending out a link really soon if you bought a ticket. Where you can view, where you can pre-buy your T-shirt, your Club 400 Joe Madden T-shirt. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Rewind to the hat. Yeah. What color are the hats? Uh, we're going to do a gray one and a white one. These are going to be hot. I'm going to. Put my money down tonight. I mean, I don't have the pricing yet. I don't care. I'll just put some money down. <laughs> we're doing Travis Matthews Club. For, these are going to be high quality hats. The uh, best hats they, we've ever done. They are the best hats. The ones that I've been wearing was a prototype. Yeah. I've worn them all summer. I have four of them. I wouldn't give any away. Well, I did no. give a one, give away one to just Jordan Rowe, but we'll talk about him in a little bit because you know he's my guy. Right. But, uh, I uh, I can't. I couldn't even pry one off of you. So yeah, they are, are they are adjustable too. We I'm wanted to make them adjustable, excited. so they are not stretch fit. They are more like uh, trucker hats, uh, Travis Matthews hats, but they're hot looking man. So be on the lookout for those, but be also on the lookout for our Joe Madden. Um, event t-shirt and we're going to do some club for heart water bottles and a couple other things but we'll surprise you you'll see it so like i said in about one or two weeks in the middle of that uh, we're going to drop out a link and it's going to have all the uh, auction items on there live and silent and all the stuff that we're selling for the event that you can pre-buy so um so be on the lookout for that and we're only selling a limited amount
Are you looking for something that is completely unique for your home, business, or event? Amanda at Letters from Elliot offers one-of-a-kind items that are highlighted with hand-lettered calligraphy and illustration. Whether you are looking for wedding or event items with a personal touch, gifts that are engraved, or a business logo, Letters from Elliot creates designs for nearly any occasion, specializing in event and commercial signage as well as hand engraving. For more information, go to Letters from Elliot Elliot.com. That is Elliot with two L's and two T's. And we're back. Ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Oh. <laughs> I like catching you off guard once in a while. Oh, we're out live right now? Oh, we're live. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Well, yeah. I know. Uh, my mind was in a different spot. I'll I know. Get back to I know. Again, here. it's hot. So we're, hey, you know what, since this is all, there's been a lot of stuff going on. And I was like trying to write down the outline of what we're going to talk about. I was like, what are we going to talk about? There's so much stuff going on. seems like it's been forever since we've spoke and met here about Club 400. And so many things have happened since then. But I did want to talk about our experience with the Rose family honoring Cub fans, man. Uh, it was unbelievable. We had a great day, William. What was your, what was your take from that experience being the first time that you were at one of these? Yeah, I, I feel like I've helped plan some of them, but to actually experience it was an experience unlike any other. Probably, I'm trying to think like if they got more out of it or I did is kind of yeah. what I'm thinking. Well, like uh, I, I said that before. It's like I wish everybody could be there to experience and be there. Yeah, you know? I mean, it was just so. Just experience it. You know, uh, somebody made the analogy of it's like Make-A-Wish, but with a Cubs theme to it, and it really was. I mean, you know, we went over to the Rose's house. They were, you know, very open and hospitable to us coming over there to shoot some video. And by the way, did I tell you how good of a driver you are, William? <laughs> yeah, I learned from Bill Watts. <laughs> I used to give William crap. Now I'm, I apologize yeah, to William off air. William, you are great. I Go appreciate ahead. that. Go, yeah, so we went there, and it was unbelievable, wasn't it? Uh, so so cool, and we we got to meet uh, Brian and Sarah, and then their two kids, Colin and and AJ, and and um, and we had uh, the video people over there yeah their names escaping me but oh well oh now thank you for queuing it up congratulations to our video guy sam ray from x-ray productions and his beautiful wife nadia they got married and i just uh, they're, they're part of the family man so real quick story not trying to veer off don't like to do that he he broke up with me sam did and then basically started dating her yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he was getting into a new direction in life, which I, I'm happy about. And so he told me I'm going to have to get another video guy. And but um, So is that his last? Is this his last? Well, no. So, we, you know, his last video was going to be the, the, the Cubs video. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, and it was, like, unbelievable. It's, like, the best video ever. Right. Know? And uh, trust me, it's already done wonders for Club 400 behind oh, yeah. the scenes. So uh, cool. It's, it's, it came out unbelievable. So, anyways, uh, yeah, he he got he got married. He just, I just actually retweeted something today, um, that something he put together. Did you see it, William? I did not. But uh, yeah, so congratulations to those guys. But I I um, I wooed him back in. I got him doing the Madden event, and I told him, Sam, come on, man, you're the part of the family, and I really want you to be around when we hit one million dollars. You know, so and Nadia, trying to woo, yeah, Nadia, and Nadia's wife was with him as well, and she actually asked questions. Nadia's and, great. Yeah, it was. Just, I mean, I am so happy for both of them because 
I don't know Nadia as much as I know Sam, but I can tell you this: Nadia is a quality individual. She's just she's like a natural, like being yeah, around her. Really she's good. Like, you feel, yeah. and, like, I feel like you've known her forever. Oh yeah, she's a great person, and uh, I'm happy for the both of them. I think they're. I think it's a great couple. You know, it's. I'm excited when I see a match like that because. I think that that's uh, going to be one of those couples that are going to uh, grow very old together, William. So congratulations to those guys. And you'll say, see Sam. Nadia's coming, I believe. Say hi to those guys. Uh, you know, he's the one that's going to make you look really good or really bad. <laughs> you could be, you could end up on the blooper reel. So I hate to keep bringing up Watts, but Watts did say you and I get distracted a lot on the podcast sure, and take so. veers and turns and stuff. Kind of like his driving. <laughs> I just want to get that. <laughs> but but back to the Rose family. Um, amazing family, yep. amazing kids, both of them. Um, we had the interview, then we hopped in a car. You drove, went over to Wrigleyville, parked the automobile, and uh, what was the name of the? We went to. The, did we go to E or the Jersey place first? We went to the Jersey place first. We went to Sports World. Sports World. Well, first of all, um, we got on the field. I got him on the field very early before the oh, gates that's opened. Right. Yeah. yeah. William couldn't get in because uh, we Which got in there fine. extra early. Yeah, yeah we got fine. in. We got in extra early, and we couldn't even get our, our Sam couldn't get in. Sam and Nadia couldn't get in, so which kind of sucked because you know we're bringing him for a reason right. to capture the moment. And uh, but you know I, I did my best, um, so I went in there. Yeah, and it was pretty. It was awesome. We brought him on the field, and we had had it pre set up where Kyle Hendricks was going to come by and stop by because that was their favorite player. And obviously, you know, with our relationship with his father, John. By the way, uh, prayers to John, goes out to John. He's having surgery on Monday. Um, just want to send out love to him. Um, it should be he should be fine, but he is having some surgery. So uh, just want to send out the good vibes to him. See, I'm get, going off here again. Yeah, here that's, all right. that's all right. John's my guy. <laughs> yes, and Kyle's our guy too, man. Yeah. So, anyways, what was my point, William? You were talking about how you went on the field and they were, and Kyle oh, yeah. was so, there. Yeah, Kyle was the only person we had something uh, set up with to pre-meet. And then we did get a hold of Chris Morrell, uh, his people. And uh, so he said he was going to stop by too. But we had a couple guests come by. Nico Horner came by, and he was awesome. I didn't get pictures. I was so shocked he came by. It was like right when we got there. He went out of his way to come over there. And, gosh, I will tell you, one of the highlights of Brian's whole ordeal that day was – uh, Albert Alzali, the way he came up and he came up to Austin and the way Austin's face lit up. So he, Brian said it was one of the most remarkable things he's seen in a long time because that, that's what Brian says. He uh, lives off Austin's facial, lives off yeah. his facial expression. Which you totally could, by the way. Right. Which yeah. is great. Yeah, so it was like so awesome. And yeah, Albert Alzali, let me tell you, what a first class. All of them were first class. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But the way like Albert just approached this little boy and the love, I mean, it was just unbelievable. Like he, he has something. Uh, I was like, we need to get that guy out the club for 100. But yeah, it was awesome. You got Got pictures, autographs, all that good stuff, and then um, you know the gate still hadn't opened by the time we had le we left, and then we brought him over to Sean, our guy at Sports World, and we got him all a jersey. But we're not going to really say too much about this, William. But Sarah, you know, she's kind of a little uh, dark side in her, like it's, uh, you yeah. Know, you know, she so. she doesn't care for the. <laughs> Pinstripes. She's much. more oh, like a Southside fan. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> was, should we have called her out or no? We had a, to call her out. We right? do have to call her out. That but was we a love shocking. her. But no, we love her. She's great. She's awesome. And then uh, how about the lunch we had? That was unexpected and so much fun at the uh, game place. Oh, yeah. We headed over. So we went and got the jerseys made up. 
Um, uh, what Brian got? What Brian got? He got a Sandberg jersey. He got Sandberg. Yeah. Colin got. Uh, he got Hendricks. Or no? Hendricks. Yeah. And then AJ got. Um, I think he got Rose one. Rose, Rose one. Yeah. yeah. Rose so, number yeah. one. And then we went over to the. Um, the arcade over there. What's it called? Oh, I'm not going to kill myself for nothing. Lucky Strike? Lucky Strike. There you go, William. Right. comes through. Lucky wow. Strike. I don't know if you guys... Secret here. I don't know if people don't know about this place, but there is a bowling alley on the second floor um, right over there by Do-Right Donuts. Um, what else? Uh, right across. Harley from, Davidson yeah. right next to Harley. Yep. Right across from the new sports book. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there's an entrance and then you go up to the second floor. You can take the stairs or go up to the elevator and you go up there. And let me tell you, there is a really cool bowling alley up there, but there's one of the coolest arcades you've ever been to. Yeah. Into. It's got all the latest and greatest games. So we took the family up there. We ordered food. We got, they gave us they were unlimited, first class. They oh, they took care of us, man. Games. So you go to Lucky Strike. Trust me, they're going to take care of you. They gave us free game cards for the kids. They had unlimited play. It wasn't just for the kids. We did a little basketball shoot contest oh, oh. why'd you have to t- remind me about that because i think i lost oh, i think i lost <laughs> i think i lost actually i'm gonna tell you what i i had a terrible number but we were and we were doing it off the one with the least amount of basketballs right yeah so it wasn't fair it was not fair you know I, I and got, by the way brian i think played basketball yeah <laughs> like, he's pretty athletic i love it yeah but uh no we went up there we had a great time um, daryl was with us yeah we, we uh, daryl came up my guy the big d yeah, big us? D, which he ended up actually being able to sit with him too, which yeah. worked out really good. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, then we uh, went into the game, and the Cubs won, and it was a great day. We had some bobbleheads and some swag brought over to them. Yeah. And uh, it, was it was just first class all the way. And, you know, again, uh, AJ with uh, everything he's got going on, and it's, you know, it's a big, big, big ordeal. I know, like, almost firsthand what uh, – what Brian and Sarah are going through, and um, he had this. It, he said he told us right out the gate he could tell how things are going with the smile on his face. By the way, best story ever. I got to get this in there was when his uh, physical therapist came over and he pretended like he was sleeping because yeah. he didn't want to do the work. <laughs> and then as soon as she left, his eyes popped open and he just had this big grin like he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. That's he had a grin the whole time. And everything was just it was it's hard to describe but it was like magical. After the game, we go to meet up. Um we didn't we you went to get the car. Yeah. I went to meet everybody and we ended up meeting in the lobby of the Cubs offices. Which not really sure how we all got in. I don't even know how I got in there. I said, like, "What are they doing in there? Like, how they get in there in the first place?" But that's kind of where we met because we had met there before yeah. the game, and um, and we're standing there, and all of a sudden, not planned, not scheduled, didn't know anything about it. Tom Ricketts walks over and starts having a conversation, and it was a good five to ten minute conversation he saw aj in the wheelchair and we told him what we were doing and what it was about we didn't say anything about club 400 until the very very end as we saw you like walking outside the window and then came in and he was shocked you know and all that kind of thing so put on a good uh good show for for tom and tom obviously probably didn't know about it but he helped out too uh helped you guys get on the field and God bless Lorraine. Lorraine, yeah. Well, God bless you, Lorraine. We love you. Lorraine, she don't like she's, saying her name, but we love you, Lorraine. She's Tom's uh, left hand or right hand? Why don't say right hand? All right, All right. So, so yeah, uh, just magical, great day, and totally awesome. And uh, 
you know, they're part of Club 400 family now, the Rose family, and I hope you guys all get a chance to meet them. Oh, yeah. Another thing, too, is, uh, you know, Nicole had pre- previously done, like, went over to their family's houses, and so this is the first time I did it, but from the moment I walked into that house, I felt like I, I knew the Rose family. Ah, like, they were just... You know, there's some people that you immediately connect with, and some people, you know, you're just like, they were just somebody that they're, you can tell they're real and very authentic, and it just made for me for the entire day to go, like, a lot stress-free. I mean, you know, we don't know exactly how things are going to go, like, you know, with timing and stuff like that, so you got to punt sometimes, and... You know, that's what's good about, you know, being around Wrigley Field and knowing all, all the different places. Right. And, you know, I, I go around and I still check out different things on pl- different new places and see, you know, look at, you know, doors and stuff like that. I, I seriously do for when we, you know, or different locations strategically, um, if, you know. So it's a little bit like we went that one night, William, the night before we did a little, we went around Wrigley Field. We found a new elevator yeah. out there. Yeah. So. Some recon we did. And you know what? There's so many people we don't, we definitely don't have time on here to thank everybody, but so many people behind the scenes on a day like that, you know, Frank Walker, yeah. I don't know where'd you get the tickets. They were great seats. Yeah. Handicap no. seats. Club so, got those. Yeah. So you, For my rep. Yeah. Zach. Yeah. I got my rep's name is Zach, but. So uh, they were, were not able tight. To, yeah. Let's put it that way. So, <laughs> so, they, yet, so they were able to sit, you know, where the wheelchair could go into and really great right. seats down the third baseline. Yeah, it was a magnificent day. It was just it such was. a first class. People kept coming up to them during the game and with swag bags and stuff and just super, super cool. So, yeah, we fully expect for you to meet uh, Brian and Sarah. Yeah, hopefully they're here. And, for and the, hopefully the boys, yeah. For the yeah. Madden part. They are invited, so we'll see yeah. if they can make it, if their schedule allows them to. Uh, I'd love to I'll introduce you to them on the stage at night. So, yes, that was awesome, and we plan to do it one or two more times, at least one more. I'm hoping to do two. Our next podcast, we'll announce the new winner, who we have already chosen, just haven't contacted yet, William. So are you ready to help me out with that one or I what? I sure am. It's going to be a good one. I promise you that. And I wanted to tell you something about the condo. We've been, you know, the condo, it's been the first year I've had the condo. Uh, full season, that is. Uh, and it's been, um, you know, it's been awesome. It really has. Um, I would prefer if you stopped calling it the condo and referred to it as, as its real formal name. which Club is 400 Chicago. Rigolo. Club 400 Chicago. All right. Chicago. So I like Wrigleyville. Very few times I've went out there with no plans. You know, usually I have a reason for going, or I'm going to the game, or whatever. But um, I mean, there was a game that night, but I didn't have any plans to meet anybody. So I was just kind of sitting around doing nothing, and all of a sudden, our good friend Debbie Levitan calls me, and she says, "Stu, what are you doing?" And I said, "I'm just sitting in the condo. I'm probably going to go buy. I didn't have a ticket for the game." I had sold mine, so I was going to go buy a bleacher or maybe go see Aiden at Wrigley View Rooftops. That's a great place to book a rooftop, right, William? Yeah, I need to do a spot for him. I know. Why don't you got one? Yeah, I don't have one yet. So anyways, so Debbie, I I wasn't sure what she she was doing, but she called me a few times, and I said, hey, Deb, no matter what, just come over. I got a parking spot for you, a really nice big parking spot for you. So anyways, (laughs) indoor, and anyways, uh, uh, so basically, um, she called, she said, Stu, I got this guy. He's from Nashville. I don't know what to do because it was a rain delay. The whole thing was raining out. It was that shitty day. And that was the day that delayed the game like four hours or five You're hours right, or right. something like that. So they didn't know how to kill time with this guy. So they called me to kill time. 
And luckily, I had time to kill that day. Because <laughs> I brought him the right place. And uh, so I met this young kid, man. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, pretty confident young kid, you know. And I didn't know much about him. But he is a, he has an album out. And he has a, some kind of a small record deal. And he's out of Nashville. And his name is uh, Jordan Rowe. That's R-O-W-E, Jordan. And he's, I would say, a country a country boy, man, and, uh, you know, so I was hanging out with a man, and I was I was given the task to show him Wrigleyville. You know, let's take him out and show him, like, show him like, the different bars and so forth and so on. So, um, yeah, we we went out, man, and we had a great time. We had a lot of time to kill because of the rain delay. So, you know, we turned uh, lemonades, uh, lemons and lemonade, and we, we made the best of it. And uh, I just showed the guy the best time in Wrigley Field. Yeah, he's he wanted a Club 400 Travis Matthews hat, and I had a white one, which was hot. I mean, that's great. I I don't know if I should have gave it to him, but I was like, man, the guy was so cool. But I didn't know anything about his music until the next day I got in my truck and I drove home, and I played some of his music. And I was like, holy cow, we're going to end today's podcast. With one of his songs? With one of his songs, Justin Rowe. I will tell you this. I, uh, I have high hopes for this kid. I think he could be a future, uh, you know, country music star he's got i mean the production is there uh the, you know songwriting's there and his voice is awesome so big shout out to jordan Rowe. uh maybe one day we'll have you play at a club for 100 event so that'd be, that was cool man is so you never know who you're going to run into on any given day when you're out in chicago in wrigleyville that's the thing about club 400 always working always marketing always pushing the, the yeah. message no it was cool it was, and you know what i felt like um you know you know I thought th- we did a good job taking them out and we, we, we hit the town and, uh, and they, they called it quits. I was still ready to go. Can you do that? William? <laughs> that is a shocking <laughs> stunner. William. Is that it? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not there. Wait, wait, there's more. <laughs> let's talk. Do we yeah, buy or sell? Do uh, we buy or sell? So, you know, what's really interesting. We took this trip last week to Iowa, as we talked about, and, we had Crowley in the back seat. Now Crowley is the podcaster of what's it called? <laughs> Fly the W. Fly the W. I'm just kidding. Just kidding, Crowley. Anyway, for those of you who know Crowley, the number two podcast, the number two cups podcast, <laughs> backed by the score, but still number two. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, Anchorman. How's it feel to be number two? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Crowley's got the number two podcast, but yeah, Crowley knows a lot. Too if, much. Yeah, yeah, too much, definitely. <laughs> so we asked Crowley, are they going to be buyers or sellers? I kind of liked his answer, which is crazy if you think about it. He said it all comes down to this week, the week we're currently in right now. He said they're playing six games. If they win four of six, they're buying. If they win three of six or less, they're selling. They're two and zero so far. So dude, I just think that's faulty logic, there, dude. Well, because if they you're win, gonna base it off one week. Well, no, you don't. But if they win four out of six, I think that'll bring them to five hundred and probably within about. So what's four it gonna games. get you? What's it gonna get you? I personally, okay. So what are they gonna? I don't know what they're gonna do because they have given no clues whatsoever. But I know what I would do personally. I'd sell. I'm selling. I'm selling. But everything. I'm not selling everybody. It's a competitive. Well, I'm not selling like everybody it, either, but I'm selling a competitive rebuild. Is yeah, what it's I like, like I'm. A, it's not like I want to get rid of Dan Swanson or something. I, there's guys no, you got to right, keep. There's, right, yeah, right. But there's a couple guys like 
the ones everybody's talking about are who Bellinger. Um, uh, I would turn Bellinger. Smiley. I would turn Bellinger. You'd you'd flip him. I would. Why? Why? He's a free agent next year. Right. Get something for him. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I well, think I guess I think it's all why. what you can get. What are you going to get? For that's the, that's the yeah. absolute thing right, right. there. What, are you, so what are you getting for the guys that you're going to move? I mean, but you gave Belly a taste of what Chicago baseball is, and once you give someone a taste, they want a little bit more, William. Oh no, he's definitely going to command more money because he's actually he started out slow, but he he's literally been the hottest player in baseball. Yeah, but did he, did he fall in love with Chicago? While I was here. That's the question. Is he oh, willing to take a little? Less? Oh, I bet he'd want to stay. Would be my guess, but. The question is you? the question Best is place ever. is to me is can you make the playoffs with this team? Question number one. I think the answer is maybe. Slide in. Like if everything went well, maybe. Then the second question is, can you win in the playoffs with this team? And again, I would say maybe. And the only reason I would oh, another guy that's on the block is is our guy the Stro Show. I would say maybe because they do have a very formidable, at least three solid guys in their starting rotation. If you have three guys in a short playoff series, you can win. It doesn't matter how you're hitting. It doesn't matter any of the rest of it. If you can field and you can pitch, you can win. This team ain't going nowhere. But they're not going to win the World Series. Oh. So are you better off? I want to play for next year. I, I I don't disagree. The only thing that makes me a little hesitant. I know people are going to get mad about that, but that's just, I, I want to, like, this team is not going to the World Series. It's not. The only thing that makes, lucky me, if it makes me a little hesitant is everybody says, including our guy Crawley, it says they had so many outfielders coming up. He listed them all off. I can't remember all of them, but there's a bunch of guys. But you don't know. Like PCA, everybody's excited about him. We don't know. Our guy, uh, Brennan Davis, we don't know. Right, we don't know if these guys are going to shout make out to it. Brennan Davis. We love you. We totally love you, and we know you're going to make it. But you know, I well, mean, no, so, I know that. But he's, so he's recovering. He, he got you, injured again. The only way to rebuild effectively, I think, is you got to have a couple people that you're building your team around. And I think Dansby Swanson is obviously a player, and he's under contract for a long time, so that's not even a question. I love. I mean, we love our guy Justin Steele. I think is a guy to build around. Justin Steele. I think Future. if you're if Future. you're going to have a bunch of young guys for next year, you probably want some veterans in the in the mix as well. I love Hendricks. I don't want to see Hendricks go. I really don't. But can you get a buttload for him? I don't think you can. But if you can, do you consider it? I don't know. It all depends. You you said it. You nailed it. What can you get for him? You know, the, remember that one year that the White Sox just completely dismantled and got rid of all their big stars. The fire cell, yeah. Yeah, and they got monstrous deals on the comeback, but how are they doing with that? Right. Not great. Yeah, so, you never know. You never know. You never know. I don't know. I know. What do you I, think? I, you know, I love meaningful baseball in September like everybody else. I mean, we all do. That's what, you know, that's, I mean, no one wants to be out of the race, you know, in I'm, June, July. I mean, right you know? now there. We have been a lot in base, and the Cubs have been. But I mean, the thing you got to put it all in perspective. My life, at least, right now in the division, they're a week away from they could be in first place. They're probably not going to be, but they could be. You know, whenever you're within five games, you're you're there. Mathematically, you're there. When you're ten, like like for instance, 
I, as you know, I also follow the American League Central. The White Sox are 12, 10 or 12 games out. They're done. Stick a fork in them. They're done. You're selling everybody. I mean, there's no question there. It hasn't worked. You know, the coaching staff, the none of it's worked. It's terrible. That's a that's tear it down, break it up, start. Feel really bad for those White Sox fans. Really I, bad. I don't on any <laughs> level, but no, we love you, White Sox fans. Rouse, you told me the White Sox were gonna like win some World Series. I don't see anything no. except a team that's terrible, man. <laughs> terrible. Rouse, the White Sox suck, buddy. That's all I gotta say. That's my special message to you. Rick Hahn, I know you love that guy. He did nothing, all right. That's all I gotta say. I'm moving on. I mean, you know, it's... <laughs> that is my friend, Brian Rouse, who was Rick Hahn, White Sox. Unbelievable I do guy. Feel, like, I feel bad for White Sox fans. Cubs I mean, forever. It's like Cubs hater. I feel like they're cheering for a minor league product. That's what the, you know, that's what they hang their hat on, but whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, step it up. Go to the north side. There's always room on the Cub bus. There sure is. Speaking of that, William, I think that's it for tonight, right? I think that's all we have. I mean, I, I mean, we can keep talking, but I mean, I said sell, you said sell. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Let's. Do you uh, have anything you want to add? Yeah, I want to. I want to. I'm super excited. This will be my first time hearing uh, your guy, Jordan Row. Here he is. Here's his latest new track. We're gonna go. Uh, um. I don't know. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna pick one right now. Pick one random, and we'll yeah, go. Pick one and, random and play a little bit of yep, that. We'll play that on the way out, and we're gonna not be two months away. I no, we we expect to do a podcast before the Joe Madden event with more news on the news we didn't really bring you tonight. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate. It. We uh, are Cup fans helping Cup fans. We appreciate it more than you'll ever know. I want to just reiterate twenty thousand dollars in sales off our. Podcast. Off our last one, so uh, we we appreciate that. It's going to a great cause, and you guys are all awesome. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. We'll see you August seventeenth. Joe Madden, a night that won't suck at Club Four Hundred for Special Olympics, Illinois. Drive a Detroit truck, sitting six up. It don't save gas, but it don't get stuck. I drive it high noon, not ten and two, and yank a flat bottom boat with a nibbing roof. Keep that ninety sounding style, racking up country miles. Yeah, I got a bad, bad case of the good old. Welcome to the first installment of the Club 400 bonus. Bonus, bonus files. Bonus William was bonus. getting ready to drop the podcast. I said, let's. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got another thing to say. <laughs> I said, well, let's do a bonus part. If, who's the, who's going to listen to the whole tired Jordan Rose song and still stick around? Right. We'll find out. Because if you see it, there's still time left. So I wouldn't check out early, right? I would not. So I want what I wanted to talk about, and William... Correct me if I'm wrong. How many have you been to any concerts at Wrigley Field this year? 
Zero. Well, we yeah. need to change that, my I friend. Know. But you have been a busy there. guy and going yeah. through a lot of stuff, and it's yeah. been a busy summer for you, regardless. Uh, so we need to change that because, well. I've also never been to a concert at Wrigley Field on the rooftop. Well, you got to do that. I know. Our friends at Wrigley View Rooftops, that's WrigleyViewVIEW.com, have tickets for. And we will have a clip. Bruce Springsteen, I think. I promise. Oh. Bruce Springsteen's coming up. Who has that? He does. Aiden's selling tickets for. I think he's got Bruce for sale. Do, do you want to go see the Jonas Brothers? No. Do you want to go see I, Pink? I, There's no, a big, like Pink's to, coming up. I'd like to see Bruce Springsteen though. Yeah, and then they got what else they got coming he, up? He does a great show. Grateful Dead was earlier this year. Yeah. I did not go to that. Well, it wasn't Grateful Dead, but it was, it was Dead and Company. Dead and Company. Yeah. John Mayer lit it yeah. up. I heard. Yeah. Um, Crowley's a big fan. I like the original Dead lineup a little bit better. I, I was coming in. The bonus part to give you, like, you guys all know, most of you guys that know me know I love Morgan Wallen. So, like, him playing at Wrigley Field back-to-back nights in beautiful Wrigley Field uh, was something that was I was looking for for the whole, looking forward to the whole entire summer, especially having Club 400 in Chicago down the road. So, yeah, we had a great time. We pre-partied over there. And here's my review of the concerts both nights. Thursday night was definitely better, William, because Hardy played before Morgan Wallen. And then uh, Friday was awesome, too. But I Same the, set, you said. Yeah, he played about 20, 20 tracks, 20, maybe 21, and then he did a four-set encore. Uh, you know, I went both nights, obviously, and I just expected him to mix it up a little bit more. You know, it was the same show, and I don't know, Morgan Wallens, that's a thing. Like, you know, he's, came, he's busted out of nowhere pretty much. He doesn't have tons of experience live, but... You know, I don't know. Like, he didn't really talk to the audience that much. I mean, I love his music, and, like, that's why I said Lisa. I love his music, but I don't know if I'll be going to see him every time he comes around, you know? I mean, maybe he'll grow on me as far as a live artist, but I thought, like, it's like seeing the same thing twice. I like I like when you go see a uh, musician and you never see the same show, right? Right. They mix it up. At least a few songs. Yeah, right. So, so yeah. overall, I mean, a wonderful, beautiful, we had beautiful weather for both nights. Um, On a scale from 1 to 10, what do you give the show? I give the show an 8.3. Your best show you've ever seen him play or not? No. 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 I mean, I think the best show i ever seen him play was in Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, Iowa. We went by the arena. So. You also saw him at the bank. That was the first time I saw him. So it's the first time I saw him, you know. it's like, oh. I think, and, he, and, he, and he came up with the organ, you know. I think the company yeah. you were with, if you rated that in the mix, had to be the show at the bank. Oh, definitely. In for sure. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was unbelievable. <laughs> that, show, was that was a great time uh, with your brother, Jimmy. Shout out to Jimmy. Jimmy. But no, I mean, uh, there's nothing like going to a concert at Wrigley Field. I, I really enjoy going to concerts there. I love the atmosphere. The neighborhood's buzzing. There's a lot of people out. And there's, you know, then you get people that aren't coming there for baseball. You get them coming just to come out to Wrigley Field. It's a different vibe, and you feel it in the neighborhood. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I always look forward to concerts. Like, if I can get down there, if if I can get down there, I'm down there, even if I don't have tickets to the show. I don't go to all the shows. I just go to the shows that, like, I wanted to be in for Morgan Wallen, but uh, I don't really care, like, you know, if I'm outside for Pink, if I go to that or something. But, uh yeah, no, uh, but it was funny because I, you know, I ended up going to Fallout Boy Wednesday, then Morgan Wallen was Thursday, and then Morgan Wallen was Friday, and then I went to my hometown in McHenry, Illinois, 
and went to a little place they call the Vixen. And I saw an old band out there. I mean, they've been around a long time, since the 90s. Old school rap men called the Cottonmouth Kings. So I didn't really think much about it. I just knew they were coming to McHen- uh, McHenry. And I knew, like, there's, I always want a reason to go to McHenry. And Sean Garrity, who you all know here at Club 400, uh, is a big part of that place as far as with production, lighting, sound, sometimes like that. So he was actually working the lights that night. So I went down there and I just watched the show and I was like, I don't know. I just saw like the passion like from this band come right off the stage, like right to me. And like, even though I was looking forward to these big shows, I saw Fall Out Boy, Morgan Wall, Morgan Wall. And I go to this little town of McHenry where I grew up and saw this band from the early 90s, probably 50 people in the room. And like, I really enjoyed it. I was like, holy cool. cow. I just liked it because I, I could see the passion, you know, in the guy. Right. And, and I actually got to talk to him. Um, after the whole set, and I said, hey, man, you got to be, like, the founder of this band, right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, how did you know? I'm like, oh, i never seen you play before. I don't know much about you, but I was like, dude, I could see it. Like, you, this is your life. He's like, yeah, I, I developed the whole Cotton Mouth Kings brand, the concept, and I guess they've had problems like everybody else with band members leaving, but uh, it was a very interesting conversation, but uh, it was, like, amazing. Like, music comes in so many different ways, but I think sometimes in its purest, rawest form is the best, and, like, going to the Vixen and just paying, like, basically 10 bucks to get in the show that's going cool. off these yeah. huge shows and right. everywhere else and i just thought man that's pretty cool well, like, especially if you, you paid as much as you did for the taylor swift show <laughs> exactly which i know a lot of people pay a lot of money they on my did. friends yeah but, they did uh, so no we got to get you guys uh williams you specifically out to a concert this year and i think we need to make it happen i think it should be the boss man i, I think that'd be great i have uh two two more things okay throw all right one is a this is a bonus here, a so. shout out and one is a uh, random thought about a random moment okay the shout out is to joe johnson joe johnson uh, obvious shirts and i have an idea for what i think could be a top 10 seller i listen to club 400 podcast bonus time oh there you go i mean that you know this could be a thing if someone gets a shirt oh my we'll take care of them and then Joe Johnson, he's doing awesome things. Yeah, he, do, he totally is. And then here is um, my random thought about a random moment. You mentioned Fallout Boy. Do you know who's big fans of Fallout Boy? No. The Cologne family. Yes, I know. Oh, yes. Here's the random moment. <laughs> random thought about a random moment. We're driving to Des Moines, Iowa. We're going down, what was it, I-80? Oh, yeah. oh, I-80, right? We're going to Moen, Iowa. I just had run into those guys at the. Hey, I have an apology I want to make now to Susan Plunkett Shiler. I did not meet up with her at the game. This is a public apology. <laughs> we got in the game a little bit late, but I ran into the clones and I thought they got pictures with. If you remember the big hug, right outside, uh, right by the entrance Justin of Gate Steel. D over there on uh, Waveland Avenue. Um, so I thought they went to the game that day. That was the day they just came out to hang. And a special shout-out to our girl, Allie, for taking care of the clone family when they come out here. She's wonderful, isn't she? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, so anyways, so when I went to the game on Friday, I ran into them, and I was like, holy cow, like those guys as a family don't get to go to the Cubs game that often. So I said, what are you guys doing after the game? So we ended up hanging out after the game, and we did the same thing. Uh, we went we went to the, uh, the the arcade that we spoke about earlier and had a great time up there and had some beers, had some food, and, you know, hanging out with those guys is always a great time. So we went down to Des Moines, 
as we talked about earlier. We had 10 people in four cars. So this is the day after. Four cars in an airplane. They're going home. I'm going to Moines. Yeah. Yeah. And we're driving down I-80. No conversation whatsoever about when anyone was leaving. And all of a sudden, we start approaching a minivan and see the custom plates. We're in, in Iowa, in the middle of Iowa. We see custom plates, and it says Cologne. And I'm thinking, there's no possible way that's them. We get closer. They had recognized us before we recognized them. Next thing you know, we're both hanging out the windows, taking pictures, saying hi. It was Brandy's birthday. We get to sing her happy birthday. She recorded it. It was pretty fun. That was that was unbelievable. Total awesome. The timing of it moment. was unbelievable. It was awesome, crazy. Random moment. I mean, and the fact that, like I said, we were just with them yesterday. I told them we were going to Iowa. They said they're going home. Not even putting it together that we'd be on the same highway at the same exact time at the same location. God, it was a, it was a sign from God. I believe it. It was unbelievable. So it was. Fun. We love the clones, and uh, you know we're looking forward. They'll be at the party, nice. uh, the Joe Man party. So excellent. So anything else? Well, you know, on the bonus time, you well, have to add. Like, bonus let time. me ask you this: What is one um, movie that you'd suggest, or one music album that you've been listening to? Well, one movie I'd like to see, uh, and then I don't want to see based on the review I got from your family. Um, but I still want to see it, is is Barbie, the Barbie movie. We want to see the Barbie movie. And the reason is, there's only one reason. I don't know anything really about the doll, or I know Barbie dates Ken or whatever, but it's because of uh, Margot Robbie. She's my, gotcha. she's my, yeah, she's my fetish, if you will. Hmm. How about mm-hmm. you? I won't say movie, but I will say I have started to watch a TV show on Hulu called The Bear. Oh yeah, you and I'm in episode five. I think you know what? So so far, so far I don't get the hype. Um, it's slow moving. I'm waiting to find out what the hell's going on. Except for everybody hates each other and argues with one another, and you know they lost you know their best friend and brother, and they're trying to fight between a beef place and a fancy place, and these different personalities so far i don't get it william but uh it's supposed to be good so yeah i uh i'm gonna give it because you know i like the kid playing the actor the kid i don't know his name i haven't seen it yet i don't i didn't know we could bring shows into the mix because you said uh album or movie so since we're talking about shows this is an older one but it's brand new to me because it just got on netflix it's called suits and the only person that you'd recognize who's in that is the Prince Harry's wife, Meghan Merkel. Right. It was done a while ago. Actually, she had to leave the show once she married him because of the royalty thing. But it is quickly crawling up to be one of my top five favorite shows of all time. And what? There's nine seasons already in the can, and I'm only on season two. It's so good. I can't even begin to tell you. Are you like addicted to it? It's like you got you want to like leave here right now. Like so I really don't. Watch yeah, I don't really want to go out to have beers because I want to oh watch gosh. suits, but I will go out. Very well. Cubs are playing. Cubs are playing. Oh, right. and the Cubs. All right, that's it. All right. Um, any albums? Any anything like music wise? The you Rolling to? Stones. Have any podcast? Any new podcast you let us listen to? No, I'm waiting for the Rolling Stones album, which is coming out really this year. Yeah, new one. First new one in twenty some years. Interesting. Mick Jagger turned eighty today. Yeah. And we, we lost Tony Bennett. God bless Tony mm-hmm. Bennett. Love lost, Tony Bennett. We also lost Sinead O'Connor today. I know. I heard that. I'm not sure what the deal she is. She was uh interesting character, wasn't she? She sure was. But uh, nothing compares to you, William. That's right. <laughs> it's been seven <laughs> hours and 15 days. All right. 
We're out. We're done. Welcome to the Club 400 podcast. Thank you guys for listening to bonus, bonus time. Bonus time. Bonus time. We'll be and, back with uh, bonus time in the future. Some so. of you guys might hear some stuff through the internet, mainly Facebook. Yeah. Have a good night. Thank you guys.